back to Basic Money Podcast. I'm Keith. Josh. That's Josh. <laughs> Half asleep, but here we go. Today we're talking about financial goal setting. What we're going to talk about and what Josh is going to dive into is really the plan of action to get you towards this monetary value you're seeking. Okay. So first thing is, what the hell is your goal? I always find a good framework for setting a good goal is using SMART goals. It's the acronym that basically means it's gotta be specific. So make sure you have a set dollar amount, whatever it is. It's gotta be measurable. That's where we take in that it's specific. Ours is pretty easy. It's a number, action oriented, something you can actually do to it. Our part just means it's realistic. If you only make 24,000 a year and your goal is to save 10 grand that year, Depending on what your cost of living is, that might not be realistic. You can find a set goal for yourself that is realistic that you maybe could push a little bit further. Yes. Yeah. And then the last letter T is it's time bound. You have a deadline. No matter how much we want to say that we hate having deadlines, it is actually a scientific fact that deadlines help you meet your goal. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are in debt don't know how much debt they're in. Nobody wants to think about debt. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one wants to look at their account and say, oh wow, how much money do I owe? How much money of mine is not really mine? If you are thinking of a financial goal to pay something off, you can get intimidated by the actual figure that you're looking at. So if you're in debt, maybe let's say five, $10,000, that's a lot of money. For someone that has any sort of financial plan, whether it be to pay off debt, or to seek a certain amount for a certain goal, what is it that we could do to avoid that intimidation factor? Uh, so the first thing is to actually find out what that number is. Okay. An example is, you know, you wanna pay off two grand in six months. Okay. So the first thing I would do if I'm doing that is like, all right, so two grand, six months. Okay, what would that be per month? So I'd take that two grand, divide it by the six months and find out, oh, it's only about $333 or something like that a month. Like, all right. You know, less intimidating now because it's a smaller number. Still, that might still be kind of big and you're just like, damn, yeah, it's like I can payment. barely afford, you know, my car payment. How am I going to afford that? Like you say. So then I break it down even further. Be like, well, you know, how many weeks per week is that? That's $77 roughly a week. Okay. Even then, and then you can break it down even further and be like, okay, it's 11 bucks a day. So in some way now I got to find 11 bucks, whether by saving, by not spending, or by hustling and doing something and earning that extra $11. But now you can see how, okay, it's $11 a day. And I don't have to concentrate on the fact that, you know, my goal is two grand. My goal is just $11 for that day. Yeah, and, and I think breaking it down, because you think 2,006 months, but then going to $11 a day, that's, you'd get more than 2,006 months if you maybe picked up, let's say, a part-time job, or even a job that you worked one to two times a week to make a couple of dollars. The good part about having the deadline and having to be realistic with it is like, you know, I could easily save, bump that to, I wanna save 10 grand in six months, but if I'm only making four grand a month, that's gonna be really, really hard. Unless you're living for free somewhere, you don't pay for a car, like you have to have your cost of living way down to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Not saying it's impossible, just saying not really realistic. But if I stretch that out and be like, you know, 10 grand in two years, it's easy way to just still work your way backwards. You know, that's five grand a year. That is 400 and, you know, 17 bucks a month, 96 bucks a week, or, you know, 13 bucks, 14 bucks a day. So easy way to just break it down to where like, oh, that's it. So you're saying if I don't go out with the, you know, lunch crowd and have lunch, go out to eat and pay that 15, 20 bucks that day, and just turn around and be like, stash that in the savings, like I'm pretty much there. Yeah, you just do that every single day. You see this big financial goal that you want, and then when you break it down to how much you need to make per day, you're like, oh, 
So, so it is possible, and I think because people don't have that mindset, because people don't go into financial planning with that type of breakdown, then they look at it as a goal they're not, they don't think they're going to achieve, and they might post it, post it on their wall, like, save money, or something along those lines, but then when you actually have a number or figure in your head, so let's say, for this, making this money is something you want to do, but also saving the money could also be a possibility. But I think either way you look at this, if you're looking to either get the money or save this money to get to your financial goal, it need, I think it needs to be fueled by a why. A lot of people might say, oh, I'm, just, I'm gonna save, you know, $500 a month. I think it's a great goal to have, but it's not gonna, I think, come into fruition unless there is some sort of why attached to it. Is it because you wanna see a certain amount in your bank account? Is it because you're looking to eventually put a down payment on a house? Is it because you wanna be able to have some sort of financial freedom where you see your savings just stacking up? As long as you have some sort of why, that kinda of drives you a little more to save. Well, yeah, you need that emotional buy-in. You need to have your reason for doing anything. I mean, unless you're the type who just like, I set that goal, that's fine, I'm gonna do it just because I say I set it. Some people can do that. Some people really need to see the why, like, you know, I wanna take the Disney vacation to Disney World. I know it's gonna cost this much for hotel, flight, everything, tickets and I wanna do it, you know, next year. Mm -hmm. All right, you have basically your general thing, you know the numbers that you need, you know that you need to save for it. Is it realistic? That all depends on, again, your income on that. And you have a time frame. it's one year. Okay, just work your way backwards on that. And now, every time you do the thing, that daily thing, that weekly thing, that monthly, however way you're breaking it down, you can tie it back into, I'm doing this because I got this at the end coming. Mm -hmm. I know that this is coming, so it's not just, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And for a lot of people, especially the whole getting out of debt thing, um, I equate it to, you know, trying to lose weight a lot. Like, you know, eventually you get to the point where you're just sick and tired. Whether you're sick and tired of being in debt and being in that rat race runaround of having to work. Uh, if you're sick and tired that, you know, you can't walk up a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing. like. There has to be something that just uh, breaks in you that you're just like, I'm done with this. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And there's that emotional buy-in that like, no matter what, I'm gonna get out of debt. No matter what, I'm gonna lose it. But just because you have that emotional fire. After that initial motivation ends, you need something that, you know, kind of keeps pushing you through. Yep. So you you have to have, yeah, like you say, that why of why you're going mm -hmm. to do these things. But the setting of the goal is the real easy part. You now have it, now you just need to, you know, if the plan and the execution now is the harder part, like, okay, it's mainly coming into, you know, living below your means. You need you need to figure out exactly what it takes for that, you know, what your expenses are, what your income is. Once you have that down in front of you, and we'll probably make another video of yeah. how to break that down. So once you have that, your big thing is to fill that gap between your income and your expenses. Make that as big as possible so that you can put that towards whatever your goal is. Yep. And you do that by either finding ways to cut expenses, but eventually you can only cut so much. The other way is to find other sources of income. If you have that set up for yourself where you know your income, you know your expenses, and you have that that divide between that can kind of give you more towards your savings, all of a sudden now, if you have a savings amount that you have per month, then you take some sort of goal, like I need X amount of money in this amount of time, and now you already have a bank. So you already know what goals and what things you can achieve because you already have this savings amount 
in your bank already. Once again, as we go through this, we come up with a lot of different topics that we're gonna expand upon in these episodes. So in one of them, definitely financial planning, we'll get to as well. But for now, hopefully you learned a little bit in this video that can kind of motivate you and help you towards your financial goal. Until next time, take some advice from us, get some more money, save some more money, get rich. Yeah, do all those things. Good stuff with money. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you next time. All right. I think that's a lot of information. I keep banging the table. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> <laughs>